Hello and welcome to Weebspawn, where we talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad we're doing another episode. Now, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about waifus. And potential spoilers ahead for whatever show they're currently in. So... Just be aware of spoilers once you hear a person's name that we may be talking spoilers about that episode or that series. Yeah, and I think this is a a very fitting topic to have right after what our last episode was. <laughs> so why not just keep with a theme and, and continue on? I feel like we should start off with saying what our top waifu is and see how it kind of relates to what the populace says and you can you can start first because i know you have a very strong opinion (laughs) my number one would be yorichi from bleach she like she it's not only her looks because she is sexy as fuck but (laughs) Like, just her personality throughout all of Bleach, I wish there was more, like, she had more screen time. Like, she has a relatively good amount, but it's mostly whenever something, like, bad is happening, she'll be there for more, like, a support and everything. I just wish she had way more screen time because she's badass, she's loyal, and she's sexy. Like, those are three great things about her. Yeah, she is a really, like, one of my favorite characters in the show. She, yeah, she, like you said, she's just really powerful. And when she does show up, it's always to, like, wreck shit and just, like, show how powerful she is, how quick she is and everything. So, yeah, I agree. She is definitely a really strong character and a pretty good waifu. Um, yeah, so my waifu would probably be Ursa Scarlet from Fairy Tale. She is just powerful in general. She doesn't take shit and yeah, she's a pretty attractive waifu too. So it's like best of every category just like Yoroichi is. But yeah, I I think I also like her so much cuz she does get a lot of screen time. She's one of the main characters I would um consider her to be. Because, I mean, technically in Fairy Tale, the main character is Lucy, but Natsu gets more screen time, so it doesn't really make sense. But, <laughs> yeah, Urza's um, pretty high on the list in uh, characters on that show. So, yeah, I was a fan. Not to mention, she kind of does have, like, a airheadness to her. Oh, that... yeah. when she's not in battle mode. She's yeah. just very aloof sometimes, and she has, like, this side where whenever you get sweets in front of her, she becomes, like, this, like, fiend for sugary stuff and cake and stuff like that so it's like a weird side because you expect her to be like this brute that doesn't care about anything but then you put a cake in front of her and she's like oh shit it's my weakness or if again this is going to be spoilers for kind of like the later seasons of fairy tale and there's a movie i forget what the movie it is but this is a reference to that movie She's, like, buying stuff, and uh, she buys, like, a wedding dress. Oh, God. And because she also has this, like, stigma about, like, wanting to, like, not be uh, single. And she's always jealous of, like, couples and stuff. And uh, I remember during the fight or whatever, because she can weak whip. That's her, like, magic. To defeat her enemy, she requips to the wedding dress and they make a they make a the enemy like makes a joke uh never scorn a uh a groomless bride or something like that and she gets like uh like all uh like pouty and stuff she's like i'm not gonna be groomless <laughs> yeah so. she's, she's a fun character you see many different sides of her so i think that's what makes her so appealing to me in general but Yoroichi is a really good choice and probably a close second for me. Um, there are a few others that I just like in general, but I wouldn't put them in my like top of my waifu list. There were some... I think 
a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people that I think would or would make a list. Um, I did see at least once on. Uh, they may have not showed up multiple times, but they did show up at least once. And this, how we decide our top 10 waifus, because obviously this is very opinion opinionated and people will have very strong beliefs about <laughs> why theirs is the best. So just like our video game movie episode, which if you guys haven't seen, you should go look at it. Put quite a bit of work into finding out that. I did a very similar thing to here. So in order to figure out, of course, like rankings, we need some kind of point system. So how I did it is I looked at this is based off of 12 different top 10 lists. Yeah, I could have gone on and on and on to probably find out a better one, but I wasn't about to look at 100 different ones, at least not right now. But I looked at 12 different ones. So the point system goes as follows. 10 points if you scored first, 9 points for second, all the way down to 10th point, 10th place for 1 point. That's the most basic one you get. Then you get a you get points for how many times you were in the top 10 list. Because I figured there should be some kind of incentive for someone reoccurring multiple times. And that also kind of uh, helps get rid of people who only appear once but end up in like third or fourth and get kind of like the seven eight points the like kind of high points when if someone only shows up twice but they're sixth place they may not score as much or only be just under someone who only showed up once at like second place but other than that i took the average placing of the two just in case if there was any ties so whoever had the higher average placing would then place higher than the person who had the same amount of points and obviously with that we did it rounding if it was 0.5 or higher so if it was like they showed up twice ninth and tenth their average placing is tenth because it's 9.5 and i rounded how you would round up if it's 0.5 or higher if it was 0.4 or lower then i rounded down so we got the average placements for any kind of tide that would show it up then we get the final points which is all the placement points added up and the number of times they were in the top 10 and that's pretty much the point system i I was thinking about possibly doing the giving them points for the average placement, but again, it would have been very skewed because if, like I said, one person showed up once in third place, they would get seven points or eight points for third place, and then another eight points because their average is three. So I was thinking of doing that or taking whoever had the highest amount of times they showed up and add them together but then i thought it wasn't necessarily fair so i just kind of omitted it so the only reason for the average placement like i said is for tie purposes so that is our scoring setup for here and like I, like we did with the video game movies i also have the excel sheet that we will at some point make available to you once i make sure everything is like all correct but if you guys would like to look at that and how i got to these points and everything hopefully we'll have it available for you guys soon but that is how the scoring works yeah so i guess let's just start off with number 10 so the the lowest on the the top 10 tier which is rukia kuchki which she is from Bleach. She is, um, yeah, she's a pretty good character. She's has a decent amount of screen time, seeing that she is like Ichigo's right hand in guiding him to become a Soul Reaper. So, yeah, 
I'm indifferent about this one. I can sort of see why she was chosen. I don't think it was based on looks um, because I don't think she's the most um, good looking character. I, it might be the older style, but like all that I really think she has going for her is how tiny she is because her hair is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's that, like a weird looking character honestly that hairstyle really does kind of yeah it's she's just a really weird character like they have so many like good design characters and then they just threw her in and i'm just she's very weird to me but i think it's more she, of her like aloof personality yeah she's definitely aloof but she is strong too like when she actually goes into battle once she gets her abilities back fully she is a pretty strong character, but before that, she's kind of weak because she gave most of her powers to Ichigo when, when she turned him into a Soul Reaper. But yeah, she's strong. She is a good support character, and yeah, she's got that aloofness that's just really fun to uh, watch as it's bouncing between characters. Like how she always is around Byakuya, she's kind of like nervous around him because he's so much like so much better than her and stuff so yeah she's she's a fun character i can sort of see why she's placed here but i I don't know if i agree with it completely i'm surprised mel didn't make uh, an appearance or or i should say adult mel (laughs) yeah yeah make sure you have clarification there (laughs) Because I remember when, like, she first appeared, or, like, at least for the... I don't know if it was subbed or dubbed, whenever she first appeared, like, she was all over the internet. Like, everyone just flocked to her, and she never even appeared in any of the lists that I saw. So, that was honestly a little surprising. I feel like it's because she really didn't have a whole lot of... Uh, screen time in general when adult Nell really only showed up for a small handful but as her her child form she was there a lot but you can't it's just a child like a so yeah definitely don't want to incorporate that (laughs) and her her personality as an adult was completely different from child Nell, so it was really hard to actually, I guess, take her into consideration. Although I could definitely see her appearing maybe once or twice. Yeah, I thought for sure she would have gotten at least one, like, appearance. Because there was even a couple that, like, I only took the top 10, but there were a couple things that were, like, top 35, top 50. And I'm like, Jesus, someone did a top 50. Um, but even in the top 50, she wasn't there. Hmm. So that... That, that just kind of surprised me. Oh, and by the way, Ruki Akuchiki got 10th place with 21 points. That's important for me to say. I forgot to <laughs> forgot to mention that. So then following that, we have 9th place with 22 points. So just beating 10th place. We have 0-2 from Darnley in the Franks. Now, I have... First of all, have you ever seen this anime yet? I have not. I've seen a lot of like clips on Facebook and stuff and uh, Twitter. It looks really like beautiful. The animation and stuff seems really nice. I have absolutely no idea what this show is even about. But I see this girl a lot. Yeah, so it, since you don't know, and for anyone who may not know, because Darlene the Franks has, is kind of like hit or miss for a lot of people. It's... I don't know if you want to say a desolate land where humanity's in like a mobile fortress and has to go and has to defend itself against aliens that some kind of like aliens that are here. And in order to do that, you need to be in mech suits. And to do that, you need one girl and one boy to pilot it. The girl focuses on like the legs and mobility or stuff like that while the guy is like the arms so that's why you'll see like a lot of they have a lot of different things because of the position they are in in the mech you'll see a lot of like memes and stuff of it but zero two is to give you a quick premise of it 
all her partners have died when they partner with her. So when the main character gets partnered with her, of course, all his friends and then there's another girl that has feelings for him, doesn't want him to pilot with her. So you get this whole one side of love from her and then these two kind of start showing interest because as you see like background and stuff, I don't want to spoil too much of it as you see it. But yeah, she has her own like horns because she is actually part of like the aliens. I don't, I can't remember. She's like half alien, half human, or if she was just an alien that was brought, um, trained to help fight with humanity. But that's pretty much it. She has a very condescending demeanor, but she really is very affectionate towards the main character. So that's where I feel like a lot of it comes from, and probably her body figure is definitely another yeah. big uh yeah that's probably a, a large uh, a good indicator of why she was chosen um just from i could see why she was chosen for this <laughs> all i'm saying <laughs> um but i do get what you're saying with the affection stuff because the clips and videos i have seen of it she does seem like a very caring character but she does seem like one of the ones that are kind of like i i know nothing about it so she does seem like she'd be like a headstrong like powerful character but she has that affectionate side. But I don't know if that's true. Yeah, she's very closed off besides, like I said, the main character. And then you'll see how the relationships change between everyone if you watch the show. But <laughs> that you're pretty much dead on. And then, like I said, I think also the fact that she wears a skin-tight suit almost the entire time <laughs> may have uh, affected some people. Yeah. But it skewed people's judgment. You'll you'll see a, a I think a similarity with our next one as well. Yeah. So this next one I have not seen this, but um, in eighth place with twenty four points is uh, Riaz Grimori from High School DxD. And yeah, I know nothing about this character, but I feel like it fits the stereotypical like waifu ish look do you know anything about high school txt <laughs> absolutely oh no i know a few things of what you've told me and it's a pretty provocative uh it show, is correct? very provocative like yeah. some people even like borderline will like call it softcore hentai based on like they never show anything there but it's it's there basically there yeah the innuendos and oh there's a shit ton of innuendos. There's a girl, literally. So the main character, Issei, uh, there's like a girl that's literally just is asking him to have sex so she can have stronger babies because oh. he's so he was so powerful because uh, right. he beat her in a battle. So now she, I wouldn't call it a, like straight up affection. She just more literally wants hungry. to mate with him to produce stronger offspring interesting um right but i think i'm sure they released an uncensored version but like anytime it would show anything they always put the dxd logo and stuff so you'll never see anything if you do watch it but you will see like you'll you'll understand why it's so um um uh, what the word I'm trying to say? You'll understand why people make fun of it, and <laughs> probably. Yeah, the whole the what's the trope called? Lucky pervert situation. Yeah, that's Issei pers personified, <laughs> or Issei's that personified because not only does that happen, like because it's a harem anime as well, all the girls end up like wanting him as well. But I think what Besides the fact that she has, like, big breasts as well in the anime, I think what a lot of people do like about her is she is a demon, and she, like I said, it's a very provocative thing, but she's very innocent because she hasn't actually, like, done anything, but it gives off the appearance that she has because she's very, 
her looks are very like succubus like and she always gives off like this appearance like she's experienced because she always acts high and mighty she's the like student council president and all this stuff but she's actually very innocent so like even though we talk about all this the relationship between her and Issei are like they haven't really I guess progressed much at least in the first season I don't know much after that but yeah so I think that innocence the contrast between like her looks and what she's actually like I think that hits home with like a lot of people because everyone kind of likes the whole the gap between if someone looks very promiscuous but then is actually innocent so I think that gap also probably helped a lot yeah. with uh, the scoring yeah. I'm going to have to take your word on everything about this show because I don't think this is one that I'm going to check out anytime soon. <laughs> you never know if uh, people continue on with what we asked for with uh, last episode. <laughs> Our next. <laughs> I will only watch it if it's uh, requested by listeners. <laughs> Which actually sucks because, like, the first season, like, the storyline, if it wasn't so much fan service. It would actually be a good action, like, shonen anime. But they went and made it fan service. Yeah, you can't have this sh- Like, if the show stopped with fan service, it literally would not be the same show anymore. Following suit with 7th place with 27 points, we have Mikasa Ackerman from Attack on Titan. And... I think I'm fine with it where she's at because I think I could easily see her being in the top 10 and more of the later half, whether it be like, I think anywhere between 6th and 8th place is probably where she should be at. I would agree. She, she's, yeah, she wouldn't be my favorite choice, but I'm not upset with her placement, but she is just a really strong character. She's just the quiet type that is in the background ready to, like, cause mayhem and, like, get shit done. So she's... I think that helps her scoring because she is the quiet type. She's not one that's, like, so out there and open. So she's kind of mysterious in a way. But when she does show her power, it absolutely just obliterates anybody standing in her way. She's a pretty OP character. It's that Ackerman blood. She has a, a lot of Yandere tendencies, I, I feel, though. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Personally, I'm like, yeah, you're in the top 10, but like, I wouldn't choose you because I'm not one of those people that like the Yandere's. Yeah, which I'm not either. I think but... there was a. Yeah, you know Gasai. Do you know who she is? No. Future Diary? Have you. I've never seen Future Diary. Oh, that's one you should watch. It's a horror one. Ooh. Uh, okay. she's, a, she's the definition of Yandere. And she actually made a top 10 list a couple times. So there are some people who like their Yandere's. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest with you, the like Mika, like you said, Mikasa is the very strong stoic type that doesn't like show emotions that much unless obviously it's um has to deal with Aaron but I'm not surprised in where she's at or anything and how she likes I think most people (laughs) the fan art is very the same like the same how how do I say it same presence with like everyone she's never like how they always draw her is always like like you said like strong almost like dignified and everything mm-hmm. so i think there she does have her she solidified her own image of what yeah. like everyone has said or like thinks of her so i think that's kind of cool that she has such like a solid image of her and even like fan art depicts it like that so yeah, i think that's it's pretty- actually shocking that she is such a popular waifu because of kind of the the style of Attack on Titan doesn't really give 
the stereotypical waifu appearance for any of the characters because they are in uniforms all the time and there's nothing um i guess sexual about their uniforms the guys and girls are very similar in appearance with what they wear so basically she formed her waifu status based on just her power and her like you said stoicness she was able to solidify that without being like sexual in nature which i think is kind of cool yeah. i guess rukia does the same thing too though she's there's nothing they don't really sexualize rukia as well whereas all the other previous ones we've listed are often sexualized a lot and actually sasha made it quite a bit too yeah i i noticed that one actually it doesn't surprise me she's this that funny character that is ditzy so it, it doesn't surprise me that people were drawn to her as a waifu i could see it i'm it's surprising how much she actually showed up i figured she'd probably be on like one list but the fact that she showed up three times was uh, honestly a little surprising because like you said i could see it she's like the energetic kind of like carefree or almost comedic well i think she is the comedic relief portion of uh a lot of like attack on titan so i could see her being on like people's radar but how she actually showed up three times was actually surprising mm-hmm. to me yeah yeah i feel like sasha's one of the the low-key waifus where it's like because I think Mikasa steals the show when it comes to uh, waifus in Attack on Titan just because of, I don't know, everything we've already listed about her. So Sasha was t- kind of trying to slip through the cracks there, but didn't quite make it. So in sixth place with 29 points, we got Mai Sakurajima from Bunny Girl Senpai. And <clears throat> this one... Just from all the art that I've seen of her, I can definitely see why people chose her as a waifu. I haven't seen this one. It's still um, it's on my list, and I plan on watching it soon because I've heard many good things about it, and it's not how the cover art <laughs> it, it's Yeah, it doesn't match the cover art quite right. Like, uh, it's, not all, She's not walking around in a bunny suit all the time. It's the so I can meme see it. where it's like, shows that have a like weird name but are actually good and it has this rascals don't dream of bunny girl senpai i think it's the mm-hmm. entire english one and then like rent a girlfriend yeah uh, some... i yeah i've heard rent a girlfriend's really good too i haven't seen that one but both of those i plan to watch it but yeah uh with with my i think i can see why a lot of people would choose her i was honestly happy she made it because when you do watch her, she ha- she is just so cute at times. Like, she has the cutest reactions. And the... Oh, God, I, I forget the main character's name. The guy, he... It's weird because he's, like, stoic. But he's open, too. So, like, when he has this crush on her and everything, he's, like... He doesn't hide it. And there was, what was it? There's, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but basically he doesn't hide that, like, she'll try to tease him and she'll go like, oh, I bet you, um, I bet you're thinking something um, dirty right now. And then he responds, I guarantee you what I'm thinking about is a hundred times dirtier than what you imagine. And like, (laughs) he doesn't like shy away from it. And then like, she gets like this like slightly flustered look and everything like the interaction between the two are just like so precious that you can't mm-hmm. help but like cheer them on and everything and so i think you you'll really like it but it's just funny how he's very affectionate or like he's very open about his affection with her and mm-hmm. she's trying to play like hard to get or because she's the older one she thinks she's like higher position so she tries to tease him but it always like backfires on her so uh, it's just a very nice like wholesome relationship that if you guys haven't seen this anime 
highly recommend it. And once he watches it, we will 100% do an episode on it. Absolutely. And now we're finally getting in to the top five. And starting us off at fifth place with 38 points. Now we're starting to get into the higher end. We have Hinata Hugo from Naruto. Oh, Hugo. I don't know why I said Hugo. It's okay. And honestly, I just... I could see why... Like, I could see the general populace... I guess I'm not happy about it. Well, yeah, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I personally, I don't like her. I don't like Sakura. That's, that's a hot. Be careful. That's a hot thing to say. That's... Everyone is always like Hinata or Sakura. I'm like, I'm Tamari. So. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Hinata, Sakura, Tamari. I'm Team Tamari. <laughs> yeah. It's... Hinata is one of those characters where. So people always give Sakura shit for being useless. And then in the same breath, they'll talk about how much they love Hinata. And it's like, Hinata is useless as well. Like, she did virtually nothing the entire show. She got, spoiler, she got murdered by pain. And she bought Naruto, like, four seconds of time. And then she died, and Naruto had to finish up the battle anyway. So... And then towards the end, she started to get better. But then she was still had to use some of the nine. T- Everyone used the nine tails chakra at the end, but <laughs> it, she just isn't that strong of a character, like everyone says. So I think she is waifu placement number five, purely because of aesthetics and just her looks. And that's about it. I don't think she has any anything about her character that is overly special i feel it's more due to her boruto appearance than her i don't know i everyone raved over hinata over like before even before boruto i guess that's true the one thing i will say in her defense at least in the tuning exams i think she had a way better fight than sakura Oh, yeah. It was probably that one fight that people are like, yeah, she fought Neji, and it was the... That was the tuning, right? Yeah. She fought Neji? Okay. Because she knew she was outclassed and everything, like, she couldn't win, but she still fight, and it was honestly... For them using basically the exact same techniques, it was a mirror match. Obviously, Neji was stronger, but... It was a lot more she, interesting. She yeah, it was a lot more interesting than to see Sakura and Ino scream at each yeah. other inside their minds and then yeah. literally have they a did, cat fight. They did. They did Sakura and Ino dirty in the show. They they really did. Especially they could have made that. them so good. Like they should could have made them such strong characters, but they didn't. And you could see that potential oh. with the 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 Ninja War where her father. How he used the ability. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. And, like, they started They started to work on Sakura. They gave her, her immense strength. She became a medical ninja. She became, like, Tsunade because they needed the. Yeah. They started working out, but they just didn't utilize her. So Sakura just kind of falls through the cracks in everyone's eyes. All the way until, like, again, towards the end when it's kind of like. Yeah. All right, you had 400 episodes in Naruto <laughs> where you. Literally did nothing but say Sasuke, and then Hinata did the exact same thing but said Naruto, and then it's like not until Shinobi or Shippuden that you started to see some of Sakura because she's more of a main character than Hinata, Mm -hmm. but even then, like, not until everyone was, like, back, because, like, even after, like, in the pain fight. Again, she didn't like do that. She saved some people with her ninja or medical ninja. See, don't get me wrong, but like all the way until almost the ending, she was straight up like a support character. Like, yeah, I think overall, Naruto is kind of an older manga. It's the one of the big three. I think, besides for Tamari and Tsunade, Naruto just did 
the women characters dirty. <laughs> they just didn't make them as as well developed as they could have been. Yeah, I remember a lot and of that's people. What it comes down to a lot of people were like upset with like Ten Ten because she had oh so my God, much. She could have been sweet. She could conjure weapons out of thin air. And like, and they did nothing with it. Like, you, do you know how many what? ninja tools there are, or like, you could literally create, especially with their paper yeah. bombs and shit. Like, how much God. stuff they could do. Like, hell, Rock so Lee, who only knows Taijutsu, got more attention than Ten Ten, who oh is yeah. you could say arguably very similar, since her ninjutsu is all about weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're starting to go into uh, Naruto <laughs> territory here turning into a naruto episode but it's a hot topic on in my opinion ah <sighs> yeah but either way i'm not happy with hinata's placement i think um yeah she shouldn't be on here but personal opinion a lot of people probably don't like that opinion <sighs> so with fourth place with 44 points we have asana yuki from sword art online and her average placement was fifth place um. So we rounded her down to fourth. It's been a while since I've seen Sword Art Online, and I did enjoy it for the most part. There's, I don't like the, the way this show went, but that doesn't take away the fact that she is a very appealing waifu. I don't know if I fully agree with it. I, I like strong waifus, and I feel like, for the most part, she was kind of just a support character, and one of those ones that was, like, the damsel in distress, always needed saving type of thing. So, I don't know. She's a fun character, she's nice, but I don't think I would place her fourth. But also, the uh, my opinion of the show itself probably skews my views a little bit. As someone who's seen Gungale online, and part of allegorization because SAO kind of is I get in the mood for it and then I end up watching more and besides the first season like when you when we first see her her first appearance she's like badass she helps defeat the first floor boss mm-hmm. again this is going to be spoilers for entirety of SAO <laughs> because I don't I don't know when everything happens but then she becomes the vice commander of the Knights of the Blood Oath or something. I, I totally forget. And so she has, like, the badass look. But then, like you said, she always ends up getting saved by Kirito. And though they do have a very wholesome relationship and it continues outside of SAO once they get it. But then, like, the whole second half where she's, like, captive and everything, it kind of, like demeanors that and then once we get to gun gale online again she's kind of like tapes a step back because she none she none she known whatever she she on she on i think yeah takes the role but also later on after the gun gale half and it goes into the other half kind of like how there was the ironcrad first half and then the elfheim online when she goes to the elfheim online she actually showed she reshows her like badass portion again because she met meets up with another yuki who is like terminally ill and her the only way she's in a hospital bed she can't even move she's basically only being kept alive by machines so her escape is vr and she met them and one of the things is they want to defeat this floor boss so they can have their names inscribed in the Hall of Fame of who was the first person to defeat it. So, like, during this, when the main focus is back on her, we get to see her badass part again. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, Elkerization, that's, like, the prelude to the Elkerization, like, season, again, she also has, like, she actually shows her skills again so when she actually shows her skills i like like she i think she would definitely fit this place but like half of her time she doesn't they don't get to show her skills because she's literally acting like kirito's wife 
and so she's not like doing anything she's like she has all this power but then she doesn't do anything she just lets him take care of it or like she's like uh it he'll ask for help if he needs it she doesn't need to go and help him where if she did and they were more always fighting side by side i think would have been better but yeah she it's just like they knew they made it's almost like they thought they made it too powerful for a character or she yeah. thought they thought that she would steal the stuff from kirito so they made it so she didn't <laughs> like fight at all but when she yeah. did it was like where was all this before right but also i think some of the appeal to waifus is the wife aspect of it so maybe the po- the fact that she did play the wife role was really appealing to some people and why she plays so high. Possibly. Oh, I 100% think that because, like, every time they were outside, of, like, VR, when they would meet in real life and everything, she literally acted like Kirito's wife. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's probably what's so appealing, but I guess we both like waifus that are more just like badass and strong so she could fit the bill if they didn't play into the wife role so much but yeah i don't know if i agree with the placement i think this whole thing is just me not agreeing with most <laughs> of the placement of this <laughs> although yeah we'll we'll get to the the last ones here shortly but now we're getting into the top three so third place with 44 points, Rem from ReZero. If you don't know Rem, it's the blue-haired one, not the red hair. That's Ram. And she's in third place because her average placement was fourth. So that's why she gets third instead of fourth as Asana's average placement was fifth. So that's where this came into play for the tie. And I, I may not personally put her as third place in my like top 10 but i can 100 percent see why she's here because when re-zero first came out it was just like the whole hinata versus sakura for naruto and the i believe nalu nanali um pairing for fairy tale mm. there was always rem or Amelia for re-zero and i think her personality how she went from have you seen this by the way before i have not oh but it's okay okay so this is probably one that i probably just won't end up watching just because my list is so long and by the time <laughs> I do, if i do watch it i'll probably forget everything you've said sounds good so very spoilers ahead for the first season I haven't seen the second season, so up in the air what happens in that. But very heavy spoilers ahead. First season for ReZero. You've been warned. (laughs) So when they first meet, she basically hates Subaru, the main character. And he has the power to return to to, the past every time he dies from a certain point. It's almost like an autosave point. And once he gets past that... If he dies again, he will go back to another set point. And so all this time, he's like constantly dying, but he can't tell anyone because it's uh, whenever he tries to tell anyone, like this curse comes up, he can't talk. And then like he gets in an extreme pain. So no one knows he can return to the past when he dies. And eventually this causes him to have... A misunderstanding between him and Amelia and they have to split off but he saved Rem from death and now Rem pretty much kind of like fell for him for that sake and so when he decides to run away Rem stays with him and I think where the spot where everyone like falls in love with Rem and everything is they get to Subaru gets to a point where He's died so many times, like, it takes a toll on your mental. Like, even if you know you come back to life, you, at some point, you don't know, like, when will this ability stop? How do I know I will always continue to come back? What if I have a set number of lives? 
and he basically has this whole mental breakdown and um he gets to a point where he has to make a choice does he go back and have to like save amelia and everyone who kind of like turned his back on him or does he run away with rem and he and Subaru asks Rem, what would you like to do? And Rem literally gives this whole speech about how, like, if they were to run away together right now, how she would be able to protect them. They would grow into a family, have two kids, and grow old together. And, like, essentially confesses her, like, undying love for him. And Subaru goes... Thank you. I'm sorry, but I love Amelia. And it like broke everyone's heart when that happened because like she's has very high Wi-Fi. Like she's taking care of him this entire time when like the entire world turned his back against him. She stayed by his side. Everything. And then at the very end when she confesses her love and how like they would how she would explain how they would start a family together. He goes, thank you, um, but I'm sorry. I love Amelia. And it's just like, oh, like everyone's heart broke. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I can easily see why Rem, it, like everyone, Rem became like everyone's top waifu because of that. Hmm. Well, I have nothing bad to say about her, so I... I think I have to listen to the people. And, when, and look at that. When, when this one's at three. Look how look how cute she looks. Yeah, she's adorable. She's a she's. I could see why she's a top. Wife. She's a <laughs> she's a oni, I think, or some kind of demon, a one horned yeah, demon. demon. Hmm. Well, that makes her more appealing to the masses. People love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now. We are at the final two. And if you haven't already, make your guesses on who you think number one is. So, taking second place with a total of 50 points is Makisei Kirisu from Steins Gate. So, I... I don't know if she'd be this high on the, should be this high on the list, but I do see why people like her. She is an extremely smart character. She's a... Uh, a scientist so she can just kind of like because if you if you don't know steins gate it's a science a sci-fi anime and the main character is also like this he's sort of a mad scientist and he makes experiments and he's obsessed with creating a time machine and makisei kirisu is a scientist that kind of has dabbled in uh, time travel research and these characters are both extremely smart, and they have these quips back and forth. She is very much uh, tsundere, and it, they have fun banter, but she is so much smarter than him, just because he's just so aloof and goofy that she can kind of dance circles around him, and she's it's just fun. It, they have a fun dynamic, and she's always like trash-talking him, but they you can tell that their bond is really special and stuff. So she is a very very fun character i do think she's a good waifu i don't know if she's number two but yeah absolutely love her very fun what was surprising to me because i haven't seen steins gate so i can't tell you she looked more like a kudere than a sundere to me but uh, kudere is the one that mm-hmm. acts all cool like doesn't show emo- like the stoic doesn't show emotion but then is like would be affectionate towards like the main character. Okay, I could see that. Um, I think she's a blend between both because a lot of times she is cold because the Kudere refers to a character who is cold, blunt, and cynical. Um, she can be that way, but when she's around him, sometimes she is the the tsundere where she like hits him and stuff, and yeah, she's just mean to him a lot of times. So. She she's a blend between both. I but think. what surprised me the most, as like I was researching this, if she wasn't first place, she was like eighth or seventh. So it was either they were the number one waifu or like 
just barely made the list. It was very like her demand. Yeah, her dynamic was like kind of like all over the place. It was either number one or somewhere in the later half of the top ten. Yeah, honestly, I think I think it's more appropriate for her to be just barely making the list. In my opinion, because yeah, she is really high on this list, so I th- I think like an eighth place would have been fine in my. That's eyes. where she had a couple ones. She had three first place, then she had tenth, ninth, seventh, and then a fifth. Her average placement was sixth, or no fifth. Yeah, her average placement was fifth. So that's like why I said like her her appearance like was back and forth people either really loved her (laughs) or she was just like she almost like just barely made the list so that's why it it made me curious because you either love her or you like her yeah i don't see i i think she's a very likable character just the way she is she's not she doesn't really have any like bad flaws really besides the fact that she's so shy about her affection but so is the main character so it's one of those things you can't dislike her but i am surprised she's so high on the list when mayuri on signs gate is it, it to me seems like she would be the stereotypical like waifu of people so because she's just like this cute aloof character who is kind of childish because she is so ignorant like her best friend is a scientist but she is not she is very dumb so or she's not book smart, at least. So I feel like she would be more appealing to some people. I like Curtis Sue. But yeah, I'm surprised that Mayuri didn't make the list. I'll have to take your word for that, because I haven't seen this one yet. This is, <laughs> I think, the only one in the top ten I have not seen. Yeah, I, I like this show a lot. I'm still watching Steins Gate Zero, because it's you technically don't need to watch it in order... Cause Steins Gate first season is basically completely different from Steins Gate Zero, and they're not a direct continuation of each other. So it's very interesting. I'm still on the second one. It's not as appealing to me, but it's still really good. So you, I recommend watching at least the first season. All right. And with that, now the time you have all been waiting for. <laughs> The number one waifu rating is Sakura! Just kidding. Like how she's waifu material. <laughs> Man. I don't, I don't know. I've, I could see some people liking Sakura. I could see it too, but... But that she definitely wouldn't make number just, one. Hinata would make number one before just Sakura. Just think of this. Unfortunately. When Sakura decided to make a family photo... She chose the photo of Sasuke when he was in a terrorist organization. Just just put that yeah, out there. I, I don't Where did he they <laughs> even get that photo of him? He's just like, "Yeah, you want to is it pain? It pain is it? Uh, do you want to just do a photo op real quick?" <laughs> right. Just just real quick. I I have the uniform. Just like it doesn't make sense. Where I don't think the Akatsuki's goal was to take a photo of their recruits doesn't make sense but the real first place with an astounding 66 points urza scarlet from fairy tale hell yeah and And that just proves that people love strong waifus it it really does (laughs) and i don't if i'm not mistaken yeah she only she had three first place finishes as well Mm -hmm. and her lowest yeah her lowest was fifth she was she had three first one second two fourth and one fifth so she never was lower than the top five her average placement was third hell yeah that is awesome because i love urza she is one of my favorites so I'm, I was very happy that she came up. And that's why when you messaged me, you're like, you'll never believe who number one is. And I was really hoping it was her. <laughs> I honestly... Yeah. 
obviously I have my number one waifu, but like I am not disappointed that Urza was number one at all because like a lot of the reasons you said before, uh, she's just a very strong character, and it's not just like power wise. She's always like the first one that will take on danger to protect the guild, especially during the. True. Yeah. What was it where we saw? Uh, I, I'm forgetting his name. The Steel Dragon Slayer, Gazio. When their guild attacked with like that cannon mm-hmm. or whatever, she was the one who took yeah. the whole brunt of that. Um, and then when. Oh my god, I haven't seen the show in forever, so I'm forgetting names. Who's the Guildmaster's son? The Lightning uh, Loxus. I knew it started with an L, but I didn't want to say his name. When Loxus attacked Fairy Tail, and he had those like electric balls that if you destroyed one, you got like feedback, and she destroyed a hundred of them while everyone else did like one or two, mm-hmm. and she did a hundred of them. She's fucking sweet. And what? One thing I think I enjoy most about her is she has her, like, they have her, like, little character flaws, like the whole, um, her sweets or, like, her single thing, how she's always hot-tempered to and stuff like that. So she's very relatable. But what I think I like about most is she's very power consistent. She is mm-hmm. an S rank. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she is an S rank. And it's like a lot of times, especially when, since this is like a shonen one, the main character would be stronger and have, which he does, don't get me wrong. He has, but then he like loses his power and everything. Like that's typical of shonen. But like a lot of times in shonen things, when you are introduced to a strong person, eventually their power either fades away or like, they just at certain battles where you think they should have an easy time she doesn't but instead she keep kind of keeps her s rank ability she is definitely stronger the more it goes on like she's growing stronger as well Mm -hmm. they weren't afraid to keep her as like an s rank person and i think that was one of my favorite things about her and how they did it in fairytale she never really got weaker unless something happened Fairytale did a really good job at power balancing throughout the entire show. They consistently kept bringing in people who were stronger, and they were able to manage it by kind of bringing in more characters to help fight or having, like, some training sessions, even time lapses and stuff where they had to get stronger. So I think they did a really good job with keeping her as powerful as she is and not bringing her down too much. Yeah, I think that was just one of my favorite things because it's like – She's S rank for a reason, and she got even stronger. And when she even, of course, maybe not the the toughest enemy out of the enemy because you had to have the main character because it's shonen, like I mentioned. But like he does power spike. I mean, he's gradually getting stronger too. Don't get me wrong. But obviously, he'll have like power spikes because that's again what shonen is for. But I was just really glad at like the consistency that they kept her S rank power, like an mm-hmm. S rank. So at any point in time. When you saw her fight, you were like, yes, this is an s rank person. Yeah. And it makes me excited, since we're on the topic of Fairytale, it makes me excited that they announced that Fairytale, the 100-year quest anime is coming. Oh, with Gildarks? So we get to see more Urza. Oh, is that a... Comp- oh, that- it's their 100-year quest, not the not yeah. Gildarks 100-year quest. Okay. No, no. the um, Yeah, the anime is coming... We- I don't think they have a release date yet, uh, but yeah, they're taking the side arc manga of the 100 Years Quest and bringing Fairy Tale back. And I'm really excited to see more Urza. They're bringing Fairy Tale back. They're bringing Bleach back. What is this? 2005. Oh my God, I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited about Bleach as well. Um, yeah, but since we're still talking about, well, since you just brought up Bleach, I'm really upset that. Uh, Yoroichi didn't make as many like lists. Like I think Yoroichi should have been within the top. I mean, she made three points. lists, which is honestly yeah, a lot. She only made seventh place, seventh place, and tenth place, which she just barely. Made. I think it's more the fact that her screen. She doesn't have screen time. 
if you think about it because like i kind of mentioned earlier like when she's my number one and like i mentioned unless something major is going on in uh the world she doesn't like show up but true she's another one that i think they did good with her like power balancing too because she was a captain and she left on her own accord so it's not like she lost power and you can see that she's trained still and she was still able to take on all the captains or like still be at the same power level as the captains who are still captains and everything but Mm -hmm. i think the only reason she doesn't show up more is because of her lack of screen time i think that's the only thing hindering her is her lack of screen time but yeah it just kind of disappointed me because based on the point system and everything some people got higher if they scored just literally uh one like second place finish or i think you just had to get fourth place and you would have more points because like you said she was seventh seventh and tenth her average placement being seventh um so uh, i was a little disappointed that she didn't make it and rukia barely made it Literally just because she had yeah. a second place finish because she was only sixth, Which is seventh, crazy. and a second place. Yeah. Like I said, I only did this out of 12 different sites. Yeah, you, so. you could have gotten so many more if you really wanted to, but that would that would have been so the Wrapping everything up, obviously, since this whole thing is about waifus, the question of the day will be, who's your waifu? But for you, I want to ask you, who, since you can look at the XL right here, even if they only appeared once, who do you think is someone that you're honestly surprised that they showed up? Because I have one. Oh, yeah. I was just looking. Um, If you need mine. Oh, Oh, Jiro from My Hero Academia. Oh, Jiro, absolutely. she's the headphone I, chick, right? Abs- yeah, I have. Look, why is she? I just don't like her character. What is what it comes down to? Very surprised she made the list. How did Jiro make the list? But uh, Momo Yayorozu did not. That I... that doesn't make sense to me. My surprise but... is Revy from Black Lagoon. Like. Don't get me wrong. I love her character. Like, absolutely love her character. But if you've seen Black Lagoon, she is not wife material at all. I mean, I do like the dynamic between her and the main character. But from the image that I just looked up, she's scary. And that might be appealing. I guess that's true. To a lot of people. She looks terrifying. Well, she very fits the strong character because... Black Lagoon is just about the underworld, and there's no, like, superpowers. It's literally just her um, killing people with her guns and uh, her, yeah, just literally, like, nothing extraordinary about it. She's just able to do all these feats because she's just that good. So I guess I can see the appeal, but it just honestly surprised me she was in the top ten. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, she is scary, so. <laughs> but yeah, that's my opinion. I'm just, Jiro is a really strange character to be on yeah, a waifu list. that surprised me too. So yeah, so you said the question of the day was, who is your favorite yeah, waifu? Yeah, who's your guys' waifu? And right. did we talk shit yeah, about I'd yours because you hear. made the top ten? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm definitely interested to hear. And then, so the facts we have is Ursa Scarlet and Makise Kurisu showed up the most with 7 out of 12, 12 appearances in the top 10 lists, which is very surprising, and that kind of shows why they are number 1 and number That's 2. That's why it doesn't shock me that she's number 2. Like I said, she appeared the most, mm-hmm. but it was just weird because, like I said, I mentioned it was 3 first place and then, like, 10th, 9th. Yeah. It's like, she okay, <laughs> she either barely made it or she was first. Yeah, and another fact, uh, Fire Force had the most characters show up with three. Uh, one was Maki Oze with eight points. Then we had Tamaki Kotatsu with two points and 
Iris with seven points. And if one thing, if there's one thing about Fire Force is that they are pretty good at making waifu materials because um, if you know anything about the artist, the manga artist, he made Soul Eater. And um, Soul Eater is definitely one that uh, does some fan <laughs> And Fire Force doesn't shy away from it all that much either. And then we have, uh, is that Megamine? Yes. Megamine from Konsuba is the only one that had first place spot and showed up on only one list, which is pretty surprising. Honestly, who is oh, you, uh, you deleted it. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Yep. That. She's the girl that always goes, explosion. Oh. I see, yeah. I've there, seen her. I haven't seen the show. Yeah, but. it's another, like, rivalry is, are you Team Megamine or Team Aqua? I think Aqua showed up seventh place wow. on that list. So the old, the funny thing about that list, that's where I think Jiro was as well. I almost threw that list out because I swear it was like, people just randomly pick this. But it was from the website, I believe it was like the Otaku Box or something and mm -hmm. it updates hourly so like Jeez. i waited and i actually waited an hour to see if like anything changed and like some of the lower place ones uh change but i'm like all right i, I put it in there because i was like yeah but yeah like it actually updates. yeah so i was like so I, I can't be indifferent just because i don't like this top 10 list but <laughs> it was yeah. it was just like it was the only one that I think had like all new people besides like one. So that's why I was just like a little hesitant. Like how were they pulling? But it was just people voting yeah. online. So maybe that was more from like overseas people. Who knows? I don't know, but that is the list. And we tried to be um, fair with the overall scoring and that'll be it for this episode. So don't forget to show us some love and support at patreon.com slash weepspawn. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at weepspawn. And of course, you guys can contact us at weepspawn at gmail.com. And like I said, with that contact, if you guys have any topics, I know we haven't really mentioned for a while, but feel free to comment or email us if you guys have a topic you guys want us to do. And with that being said, that'll be all from us today. I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. We will see you guys next time when we weeb spawn. <laughs>